0: So you're a fan of Atlanta United, and
1: you heard ATL on Fire has crazy insights to your favorite team.
0: Or maybe you're just here for the crazy. Amar
1: said it? You've
2: got to be kidding me. Nah, I'm here to produce, keep the sanity, and of course, drink wine.
0: Or maybe to hit the buttons and
2: crank up the crazy. Whatever you're here for, we're going to talk about it all. I'm Dave Katz. I'm Mikey Dobbs. And I'm Carmen Butler.
0: And this is the the ATL on Fire podcast show.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of ATL on fire, the podcast where we talk all things Atlanta United football and all things soccer. And uh, we are live here with a real fire and Dave and Carmen have generally come over late to uh, do a season ending podcast. Sad, but better late than never. Good to see y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> how
2: was,
1: how was soccer? Carmen, did you have practices tonight, or is it just Dave? Uh,
2: I think I didn't have to do anything. It's just that my child took my car to his ah, practice. No. So, yeah. Waiting for that day. Yeah, yeah. So how was soccer? How did Simon do?
0: Wasn't going
1: well. I uh, left a little early, but okay. wasn't yeah. looking good. Right. Well, I see you've got your upside-down yeah. ATL on fire logo. <laughs> Why is that? Because the season is officially done. What? We got a two-game recap Are you here. Sure? We're going to... Talk about some red wine we're drinking. Our sponsors we are going to do a two-game recap. I'm going to fire some questions at you, Dave, about all things random that I always find. Uh, Let's talk about the players on the roster, who's coming, who's going. Talk about our predictions for who's left in the MLS Cup playoffs and maybe a little bit about 2024. We're going to move fast. It's late on the... That's a lot to talk about. I know you got
2: notes over there, Mikey Dob. It's mainly (laughs) just. Are those index cards? Index cards. cards. I'm impressed. Uh, Okay. uh,
0: Whoa.
1: Before we get into all this, good... does there have a
0: button for the
1: index (laughs) card? No, I'm not in charge. Don't let me tell you what the (laughs) buttons are. (laughs) Before we get into the sad news, let's get into the good news. You got some wine here that um, is a fancy Spanish wine, right? 2019?
0: Yes. It's 12 linajes, which is a Spanish wine, Tempranillo. What do you all think?
1: I approve of all the linajes, <laughs> all 12 of them.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's really Apparently nice. Apparently, linajes
0: yeah. is lineages or nobility. Mm, okay. Not sure in this context which one it is, but... It's
2: very
1: good. It is delicious. And talk about delicious. Our friends over at Wild heaven, heaven have some delicious red wines from... Vineyards in North Georgia, like uh, Wolf Mountain Vineyards. Don't they also make beer? They do make delicious beer. <laughs> I actually went up there before the uh, the game against Columbus, match three, had a beer, mm-hmm. and then came back here and watched the game.
0: So I actually had some uh, people over, not, not for that game, but for another thing, and I was drinking some emergency drinking beer.
1: Mm. Mm, delicious. That's what I was having. My favorite. <laughs> so we've got a. Two-game recap. One was a, uh, a fun recap of the 4-2 win at the Mercedes-Benz, which Dave, you and I were at and enjoyed yeah. immensely. Some, that was Some good. exciting scoring. Mm. And then, um, sadly, as predicted, and why would you predict it when you can clearly win at home, same players, what changes on the road we knew it was uh, we were going to get scored on. Uh, Remind and,
0: me before we get to the game two recap to uh, – to read out your tweet, Mikey Dobbs. Yeah,
1: four <laughs> two. Uh, so, so yeah, we um, we uh, get the get the win at home. Let's talk about the good stuff first, Dave. What was your overall assessment of that four two win at home last? Uh, what was that? A, last li- a little Tuesday?
0: foreshadowing in the opening minutes of the game. Well, in the opening—I don't know—thirty minutes, twenty-five minutes, something like this. We tried to switch the ball four times. All the way from one side to the other. Okay. Okay.
1: And what part of the field? Like on our half? or in No, the... in their half. Offensively, okay. we were yeah. trying
0: to, you know, attack and put one of those diagonal yeah. balls in. You know how many times they won the ball?
1: I'm going to say all, all, all the time. Yes, all four <laughs> times. Just the way you're setting that up. But yeah. It's...
0: And then they switched the ball
1: three times. And do you know how many times we won all, the ball? All three, they let happen or we let happen. Yeah. That is correct. Successful. I because, think that's
0: the difference. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I went back to the beginning of the Atlanta game and I think they had a really good chance at the beginning of the game if I recall and we let a player just be way wide again out there where Brooks Lennon was pinching in mm-hmm. at the very beginning of the uh, the Atlanta United. I think it's the beginning of this highlight clip here carmen if my memory uh actually does serve me right but just press play no it's it's behind it's back back behind this yeah but okay um i think yeah look for it or no yeah go ahead and look for it here i think um we'll keep talking you you keep talking dave and uh i'll I'll (laughs) see if i can give carmen the right direction here
0: okay um i want to say something really 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 positive
1: Oh, right. okay. I like so, it. So,
0: you know, um, Silva had one of the most horrible misses you'll ever see. Oh. Right. right. There's a the ball right across. Um, you know, Yakamaki's laid it on a plate, and Silva just had a tap in. It was just him and the goal, and he just punched it over. And he just immediately put his head down. And um, Yakimakis turned and went, ran up, turned to run back up the field. Noticed that he had his head down. Yeah. Immediately ran right over to him, grabbed him, and said, "Get your head up." So, right, did they show the actual yeah, moment here? Not, not
1: only did not only yeah. did he do that, he actually he and or another player actually got the crowd yeah. going with their hands, and so yeah. just kind of changed the energy to be like, "All right, well, if we can get a chance like that, let's do it again." So, I, yeah. and that's a good. Teammate. That guy
0: yeah. is not only a terrific player, yeah. but he's a team player clearly, and yeah. and you know that's yeah he understood the moment yeah that yeah. That, that that's that's gold um yeah uh, you didn't find it, so it let's, could, let's it go to the it. second find goal it. then second goal yeah okay that's
2: uh, good goal. where we had it's it queued up just before it's way sorry. back yeah. way back
1: yeah You'll be there further I think yeah um. Yeah, go ahead and hit play there. Right here. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: go ahead. I'm just—I'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> Set it up first, Dave. Okay,
0: um, there's a bad giveaway. Silva sort of uh, overruns the ball, um, and Miyamba couldn't reverse directions. He, he Silva tried to drop it to Miyamba, and Miyamba couldn't reverse directions right away. Um, and if, if you show that. I think it's after this goal. Yeah, oh, that's, okay. that's our yeah. goal. That's a terrific, if, if terrific. you're watching this nice. at home, <laughs> you know, youth players out there, you know, Yakamaki's on the header for the goal, right, he just puts the ball right back where it came from to make it two to one, that was lovely. it is so simple and lovely, lovely,
2: okay, but we're going yeah. to our...
0: our, the goal that we gave up, this is it right here, Right here. here? yep, okay.
2: Yeah. okay,
0: so this is where they exchange it, and right after they miss the exchange, I want you to freeze it, so play it and then freeze Right Freeze. here, okay.
1: So um, Miles is facing Cucho. Cucho uh, is looking back to receive the ball into his feet from the player who just got it at the top of the arc.
0: Yeah. So here's here's the thing, right? So the, he's going to take a couple dribbles and hit an absolute banger, right? Um,
1: no, but, he, he passes it into Cucho, who cu- cuts it back in front of Robinson, and he he fires it near post. Oh, I'm I'm on. The <laughs> so that is the only uh, that is the only goal in
0: this game, other yeah. than the corner kick at the end. Sorry, I'm, I'm I was moving on to game. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So so he's going to play it into Cucho, who turns. Um, Who turns Miles Robinson inside, just inside the box, right? And he just scores it back to the near post. What I want to say is this, okay? So we've been harping on it. All the negative, all the season, you know, including the beginning of this podcast, we talked about how we pinch in and we just give everybody that open play out wide, right? So if you're going to pinch in, right, the one thing that you ought to get from it, right, is you ought to get... Tons of help in the middle, right? So Lennon right here is back, right? He is pinched in, so he's giving them the outside back. Wiley is real a pinch in, so he actually can play it either one on to our outside, right? This yeah. is the ball that we keep giving up and why we yeah. give up goals. But you would say, all right, yeah, but yeah, but you know, but but wait a second, ATL on Fire Podcast. What are you talking about? Because that help up the middle clogs it, right? Watch what happens when he plays this ball into Miles. Does Abram or Lennon even come close to helping
1: Miles? Play it. I mean yeah. there's not nothing nothing my or nothing Lennon's going to be able to do there right? No,
0: I mean it, and
1: my point is not that they not that they should have helped him on that play. I
0: yeah. think he's got to make that play himself. Yeah. Right? Right? But the whole point is if you're going to do that, if you're going to pinch in, then it has to be to get a double team right in that yeah. moment. Don't be in no man's land. well they have to be close enough if you're gonna bring wiley and lennon in right so for example if you're gonna bring wiley that far in right so abram stop it right abram should have been stepping right to block that now knowing that he has wiley helping him by side but he's not right so that's my point so they're the only reason in the pot in the universe for Wiley to be pinched in that yeah. much is so that a Brown can come and help and double team on that. And if he's not going to do
1: that, what in the world are we doing? Right. Well, and, and we agree that that's not what we should be doing. Correct. That because you got miles, miles got beat on that and he accepted if it's a one-on-one, uh, win over miles getting cut there. Right. Right. Guzan should have maybe done better. I don't know. And then the other thing, can you go back to the beginning of the clip? Sure
2: thing.
0: Right. Because, Um, So the other thing that we have all the time that we've been criticizing, right, is the moment we lose the ball, Josetu goes right back to our... in front of our back two, right? And he's trying to get back there. He stabs at the ball, right? But Josetu doesn't come close to helping either, right? He just jogs back on that second play, right? So he doesn't have the instinct to do that, right? So again... I don't think Hoseto should have made that play. But if you're going to have Hoseto and say to him, every time we lose the ball, get right back in front of the front two, the the, the center backs, then he has to be able to make that tackle. That's, again, the only reason to have him there. And he doesn't have that instinct to do that either. So my point is, why bring in Wiley? Why bring in Lennon? Why bring Hoseto back when they are never going to help Robinson and and they're never going to help Abram, right? You cannot have players back doing nothing, as we're going to talk about us a
1: second. Now.
0: Oh, yeah. He's on fire! Do that. So I don't get it, right? So, you know, Pineda talks all the time about, oh, yeah, we cl- successfully clogged up the middle. No, you didn't. Mm. You just brought players in for nothing. They didn't clog the middle there. They mm. didn't get a tackle in. Nobody got off their guy to make a tackle.
1: Well, Silva... Lost the ball and then stared for about half a second. He just actually did a pause thing. Yep. And it's that's not a good sign of getting the ball back. That's not the right instinct. You can't sure. you cannot wait one second. Your brain has to go into get it back immediately. And even that one second of Silva not not getting back. But if was, we
0: have two pinched in outside backs and we have Jose to dropping right in front of him, it shouldn't matter. Right? Actually Silva shouldn't have to track back. He should be like, Oh yeah, we got like we got we should have basically no, five guys there. It's just,
1: it's just what you do when you lose the ball on your half of the field, in the center of the field, you f- immediately fight back. That's just what yeah. you do.
0: Sure. I don't disagree it's with How that.
1: you should be trained to think every time you lose it in a dangerous area of the field. So, anyway, that kind of irked me. I'm
0: just saying, I mean, if we just went through the clips, the number of times that we do not double when somebody's played it, and that was a perfect example, it was a slip ball right through the middle – Right to Robinson's guy, right? Cucho Hernandez. We don't double ever. And right. all of the system seems to me designed so that we can double team that. That's the only reason to do all of that stuff. And we still don't double. So that means that you're just in there for nothing. Yeah. All That's right. my
1: point. So we had some beautiful goals. We had the, uh, the header we saw right there from Yakamakis. Mm-hmm. We had... amazing a fluffer fluffer they had a uh,
0: brilliant team goal to end the first half right so it was played out wide they went back to Yakamaki's. he had the patience to play to Silva Silva came in roof to finish it it was a beautiful goal and you know um, one of the things that you take that I take away from this is so so frustrating the ease with which we score even in getting absolutely annihilated at columbus in the third game we so easily score two goals right if you can go on the road in the key game right and you can score two goals right you have to be in that game there is no you know planet where you're ever going to be when you can score two goals that easily and you still shouldn't be in the game yeah Right, And this is the the problem all year. Our defense is
1: so woeful. So we're jumping to the Columbus game then. Well, we can, but... Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) I think that's the game we want to talk about. This is the season-ending game. The Atlanta United game at home was fun. I think everything we need to talk about with the team right, can all be talked about in the game too, right? So So, to your point, we're capable of scoring two goals. We knew going into (laughs) Columbus, right um and this is what i want to talk about dave so columbus in atlanta so
2: wait i'm i'm But
1: Col- columbus uh in atlanta in columbus is the game i want to talk about okay mm-hmm. right. but
2: you're saying after that game we won for two that you didn't you weren't like yay Pineda. you're a mastermind tactically or anything well no like. <laughs> no in fact um do you want uh, to read the tweet the, yeah <laughs> the guy
1: from the athletic uh felipe cardenas cardenas, yeah. cardenas uh was was saying, hey, you know all the the haters out there, Pineda. He's like, I'm listening. You know, we just yeah. won four two at home, and and my
0: know. note, last notes from the from the match too was anyone who thinks four two win is a harbinger of us going on the road to beat Columbus is delusional. And you actually followed that up by tweeting out prior to the game, and you responded to Felipe. Yeah, you said. Uh, he still can't fix the problems that allow teams to score against us. We don't address wide flanking threats early to stop easy crosses. Our offense is talented enough to score. Yes. Mm-hmm. Without coaching, really, especially at home. You think we'll win away at Columbus crew? Question mark. Yeah. Right.
1: So I was waiting and listening. I never heard back from him on that.
0: No. And you, and you were right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's
1: weird. In other tweets, he was, he was also predicting we were going to lose the game, too. Yeah, I
0: I don't think that he was necessarily. I think he was just trying to see what's out there, maybe stir the pot. I don't necessarily think he thinks that we were going on the road to win either. So I'm not. This is not a critique of Felipe. Yeah, I know. But there were a lot of people who thought we were, and this is where I was like, if you're watching the games, right? I mean, even if you're not watching the games, right? A quick Google search will tell you Columbus home record this year: thirteen wins, uh, thirteen one and four right with 43 goals for and only 14 against right so they're amazing at home our road record three seven and eight 24 goals for and 34 against (laughs) right so anybody who thought even if you don't watch Mm -hmm. any games just look at the look at the records anybody thought we were going into columbus and winning you're like no
1: but i don't know i do feel like felipe and the the press try to protect the coaching and the stability of Atlanta United to some degree. So I I did fire back after the loss and said, are you listening, watching? And are you writing it? Hopefully Pineda needed departure, right? Because I doubt it. He was kind of a supportive tweet at the end of the day for Pineda. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you do cut it. Um, And, you know, I was saying, you know, he he just took off Saba, right? Our designated player. You mentioned this in the tweet, Dave, right? It's like, you just took off our $2 million guy in the most important game of the season when – we need goals, right? How does that make sense? Right? Um, well, and- to me, I think,
0: again, that the thing that goes back to it, it's not even just that taking off Saba was such a the big problem. To me, it's the lack of creativity. Yeah. Right. Because so, you know, we're obviously in really big trouble, right? Giving up four goals, yeah. right? You know, you got to roll the dice at some level. Right. And so, uh, you know, bringing on mascara, which he did very early, you know, I, you know, I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, the yep. thing about it is he thinks Mascara Saba. Mascara Saba, that's it. Yeah. Right? Where's in the creativity to say, "All right, normally we're going to bring on Mascara for Saba late and you know, he's going to bring that dynamic. But if you're getting killed and you desperately need a goal, let's change, let's let's roll the dice a little bit." Yeah. And the obvious move would have been to bring Mascara on out wide and move Saba as an extra ball playing midfield. We're getting killed in the midfield anyway, right? You might as well say you know, our only chance was to make that into a super wide open game and maybe get, you know, 5-5 or 4-4 draw, whatever, right? So you say, I'd almost say, look, let him go in the midfield, hope that we get a miracle in the back, and then get it so stretched that we can turn now, and now we have not just Almada, but we have Saba to play through, yeah. and let's run at them, and let's just go up and down,
1: right? Yeah, so you, I'm going in reverse order. You just answered my third question of, of the game which is what adjustments would you make? Yeah, I uh, would have I would have conceded the midfield, as we had when, already done. Especially when we went down 3-0. Yeah. But <laughs> I wanted to go from the beginning. What did you think of the lineup, and what did you think of the tactics or lack thereof of how we went into Columbus with Pineda there? I
0: mean, to me, it's not such a problem with the lineup. Okay. I think, you know, Columbus, if you're going to beat Columbus, I don't really mind that much being like, okay, let's go punch him in the face because – you know that's the way to beat Columbus at their place. They're so good at home, right? You just got to go you and think? score I th- early. I th- totally think the opposite. I don't think that. I don't mind I the idea is, of not just parking is, the bus. I think
1: that was totally naive. Yeah. totally naive, like it was in Game One, and we learned nothing from it. I well, think that was, certainly the I totally way we play just, in the
0: back, it is of well, course
1: all right. But I, and and right, he obviously doesn't know how to fix it. But I think knowing no. we're going to give up two goals. You have to go in that game saying, no, we're only going to give up one freaking goal, if any goal, let's make it zero if we can. But don't give up a damn goal should have been the mantra in everybody's head. And yet we give up three almost instantaneously. <laughs> right. So I thought going guns blazing and making it a gun battle was totally the wrong move. And it, and, and it showed.
0: Well, I just think that there was no chance with our current defensive system, there there is no way. What Pineda has shown is that he does not have the tactics to go and give up only one goal ever. Could, like we were always going to give up two goals in that game.
1: So is that too, is that too late of a problem to fix tactically because the season's already gone and he can't, can't work with the team to get it done? Or could you get a team prepared in one week or three days to have that mentality and get the tactics right? Yes. On, oh, okay. Well, explain. Well,
0: so first, I mean, to me, you know when you when you're going to you know park the bus if you will mm-hmm. a little bit right then you got to get an extra defender in there and you have to match up you have got to make life difficult so if you just put players back but you just invite them on that is a nightmare cuz you concede the midfield and you invite them on and they're going to score eventually so
1: let's play a little exercise here dave yeah you you're, you're having a one on one conversation with every player from our back yeah all the way through the the midfield yeah what, what let's talk to each player let's give let's hear your pe- quick pep talk
0: well i probably if i was going to park the bus i might have played with an extra defender in okay. the back right so i might have said parata
1: so right. you, you would have gone three in the back?
0: Yeah, going with Abram. I mean, this is was isn't what I would have done with this team in this moment because I don't think we were capable of it. But had we been a normal team that's coached to do that and have yeah. been you know capable of that, then yeah, you might said, of course, I certainly would have done that in game one. Yeah, right, and said, all right, let's go and try to frustrate the heck out of them, knowing that look, if it doesn't go well, they score late, no big deal. You still got two games to go. Um, but in any case. The way to, to, to do that, to park the bus, right, is you say we're going to play three in the back. So you play Miles Robinson, you play Abram, and you play Parata in the three middle, right? And then you say to Lennon and you say to Wiley, right, your job is to get out there. I don't want to see any play ever where they play it out to those guys and they're free. Just take it away. Don't give them that option at all. Right. You can be all the way wide because we still have three guys in the center. No problem. Yeah. Right. And so then you say, all right, of the three in the middle, right? Your job is somebody got to be all over Kucho, right? It can be the three. He can move around as much as you want, but somebody got to go with him all the time. If he goes out wide, we have three in the middle. So you just go right with them and deny him the ball, kick him, frustrate him, foul him a little bit. I mean, not think blatant or injury yeah. or whatever, but just get get him, get him in his head, right? And you always know that the other thing is the moment he does get the ball, if he ever does get on the ball, you, we need the second guy coming all the time, right? Yeah. That still leaves... One of the guys to help out the defensive midfielder who, you know, should have been Sosa, <laughs> but, but <laughs> let's just say, so if you wanted to go back to me, I would have put Sosa in there and I would have said to Sosa, you got to find Matan all the time, right? He's moving around or whatever. Your job is to try to match him up. So if we say, we're not giving you Yeboah, we're not giving you Gressel, although Gressel didn't play in that final game, but we're going to take away the outside guys right? We're going to frustrate the hell out of Kucho and we're going to mark up Matan. Now you say to Muyumba, you know, you get your one-on-one with Nagbi, right? And all we're going to do is we are going to find those guys all the time, frustrate the hell out of it. And your job is to frustrate the heck out of it and just recycle the ball to the three guys up front. Yeah. Right. So then, you know, you just have Gigi, you have Almada and you wouldn't be able to play Saba and um Silva yeah right but I probably would have played Gigi and then I would have played Almada and I would have played Saba in behind him a little bit and just say look go go you three yeah. and then you know the guy who won the ball like if it's a Wiley or a Lennon if you ever win the ball if they try to play out
1: wide and win it now go forward and take the be the fourth guy in a you know in on a rush you know what I the only thing I would do tackling in terms of direction of the team especially in this last game because I think we could have gone in there with the park the bus mentality, frustrated them, okay? Mm-hmm. Our team clearly can score at any given moment. Right. Okay? So all we had to do in that game is keep it 0 or zero, 1-1 one, one as long as possible. Yep. And we did quite the opposite, <laughs> which is why, why I disagreed with you going in there, guns yep. blazing. Yep. I think that would have been the right ta- right thing to do. And in fact, with Saba and Silva up there as release valves, I would have actually told um, – GG to come back, that guy can actually play defense. Mm-hmm. He can frustrate yeah, people. Yeah. He can he can get, pick it up earlier in this, turn it, get fouled. Mm-hmm. He'd probably get fouled, frustrate the team even further, and then wait and patiently wait till the second half to find the, you know, the race. Or just take it all the way to penalty kicks, frankly.
0: But you wouldn't have had Saba and Silva. You would have had to have only one of those, right? Presumably because if you have Amada, right? If you had the extra back, if you played the extra back. Correct. That's-
1: I wouldn't... That's where unless I,
0: you're only going to play one in the center.
1: Midfield. That's where I struggle because I don't th- I don't think I either want Silva or Saba coming back to play in defense. I think they create more problems mm-hmm. than they would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that if I have the answer there, but
0: I don't think those guys ever should necessarily be marking, and we have them marking in outside of our outside backs all the time, which is just crazy because yeah. yeah. they can't do it. and then as soon as they win the ball back there, they have yeah. nobody to play to, right? So I would have said to them, look you know you guys don't have to track back or mark or whatever but your job is to sit in those pockets right a try to deny the switch all right? if they're in one corner and they play back then you have to defend right yeah. but you're just sitting in that but otherwise your job is to sit in that pocket the moment we win the ball we got to be able to find you easily same with almada you yeah. should be sitting there all the time yeah right um
1: yeah, I don't know. I I really think that we should have gone in there with a really tough mindset just to try to keep the game as tight as possible, as long as possible, and then see how things shake out. But, but that was never
0: with this team and this coach was never going to work, right? I mean, if you just look at our midfield, right? I mean, we started fortune. Yeah. Right. And Fortune was supposed to be protecting the back four. They were in that space all day long. Mm -hmm. Right. He didn't protect the back four at all. Right. I mean, I didn't say he was terrible. Right. People were like, oh, yeah, he was around and whatever. But, but tactically, he wasn't providing protection at all. Yeah. Right. I mean, they had Matan and they had, um, you know, I mean, all the guys in the middle, um, who was that Morris, they were yeah. just wide open all the time. And, you know, even, even, you know, we turned the ball over horribly, right? In the first goal, right? Yeah. Robinson yeah. gives it away
1: really, really badly. Nagby had a great game, too. man.
0: But Nagby is there, you know, sitting there with nobody around him, right? Yeah. yeah. So obviously we weren't buying yeah. the buzz.
1: And that second goal, do you want to go to that?
0: Yes. Let's talk That's, about the second. The goal. second
1: goal. Was as, as it comes up here, as Carmen brings it up, it's a long-range bang, banger from, like, 30 yards mm-hmm. out. Um, but the guy had all day to get a candy bar from his kid's trick-or-treat bag to look <laughs> up. And, yeah, it was a, it was this beautiful scorcher, don't get me wrong, but a lot of time to pick out yeah. and feel really comfortable about shooting it. So, what, so what, what play what, and
0: then hit pause. Hold uh, on a second. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, keep going. There we go
1: pause okay so first of all um he's about 40 yards out 35 yards out there
0: yeah so first of all um maybe hit play and pause one more time see if we can get the 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 window a little bit wide stop yeah now so now you can see so um we have uh, I don't know if you notice, right? So they have their typical guy out wide. I think it's Yoboa, right?
1: Who, uh, who? By the way, they can pass it to if they want, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, we have two people in dead space for no reason. Well, so here's the thing. So Saba is right there in the middle, mm-hmm.
0: right? And that's Lennon standing right at the top of the the penalty spot, it's the right? Du-
1: it's the double pinch.
0: Yes, <laughs> <And> it is.
1: <laughs> um.
0: So so fortune goes ball side, right? You know, which I don't have a problem with, right? You know, fortune has got to go over there defensively and do this, right? But but here's the thing, right? So what should be happening, right, is Lennon should be 10, 15 yards out wider, so taking away that outside pass. And if he was there, Saba shouldn't be marking in behind him. And this is the thing, right? So Saba has now, you force forced Saba to work back. He still isn't marking him. But he's come all the way back there, so he's used all that energy to get back, right? And for what? So that Lennon can double-team in the middle? No. What, what right? is, what what is, is Lennon doing? What is
1: Lennon doing is what I'm saying. <laughs> what
0: could he possibly do
1: good where he is? It is nothing.
0: Crazy. Nothing. This is what he does all the time. He stands next to him and he gives the moral support to Miles and it says... Is,
1: <laughs> this actually is one of the craziest double-pinch things because this shows like, yeah. Yeah, the, the whole coaching of it. That there's not. I mean, Lennon, you know, the best thing he could have done about a second ago was start running out to the ball. At least there's some pressure coming out to it. But he, he doesn't want to do that because it looks like uh, Fortune's coming over. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to stay put on the 18 here and just watch it go over my head. And I can't go out wide to help Saba because Saba's there. He's useless as could be where he is. So
0: if Lennon were to be in the right spot and actually be more out, it doesn't have to, you don't want him right on him so he can go backdoor on you, but you want him a good 10 yards out so that when he plays it, you can either intercept it or at least get right on him and not let him turn. right, Force him to go back towards his own goal. Make him turn you yeah. you know, with a, an amazing turn. right? If he does that, then Saba, you know where Saba ends up? Saba right would be right there. Right? Right where you put the arrow in, maybe a little bit further, because he's probably lazy, right? He's gonna be <laughs> no, a little bit further up the field, right there. Do you think that guy's getting the shot off now? If if yeah. if Saba was right where the arrow is? No. Right? So yeah. This is what I was talking about on a ball reversal, right? So Saba should be there, right? So that does two things. So first of all, if he tries to force a pass, right? So let's say he forced a pass and let's say Robinson makes a great step, right? Does Robinson have a pass to Saba right now? Yeah. He's standing right he's, next to yeah. him, yeah. right? He's all the way farther back, right? So, no. Yeah. So, we right. don't have the counter to Saba, which is what he's really good at, right? And, and he's not up there where he would have blocked the shot, Right? So, Saba doing nothing. He's working extra hard to get back right. for
1: which, nothing. Which is why I was saying in the previous part of us, I don't want him coming back. either. He just will complicate matters. Right. I'd rather have people with clear instructions on what they're doing. I'd like
0: him very mm-hmm. lazy right where the yeah. arrow is. Maybe a little bit wider. Yeah. Right? So that Be when the, the ball foul. turns over, he's a release foul. But if he was there, when they try to reverse the ball, which they did then he could just step in 10 yards and, and give some cover. He would have blocked that shot easily or at least bothered
1: him enough. There's no way he puts it up or nine. And now I right? think I watched the replay here. When you do hit play here in a second, yeah. uh, our YouTube listeners yeah. watch this guy. He's like lipping lipping his lips on like <laughs> just how much time he has. Because like, look, at he takes
0: a touch far out when he gets the head up.
1: Yeah. Ooh, and it's fortune who has to come
0: all the way back across to get him. Right. Yeah. In that play. And people
1: will say, oh, you just got to tip your hat to a good goal. Yeah. Sure was a great goal, but nobody should have that much time.
0: Look at Lennon with his hands behind his back on that reverse angle. Are you serious?
1: Oh, gosh. Why?
0: Because he's like, (laughs) that's what he's there for. He's like, well, I guess I'm I'm going to block it. I guess I'm I'm here for
1: a cone. (laughs) I'm a cone, you
0: know? I mean, he's literally doing nothing. Oh, man. Nothing. And you would say, all right, look you know so a normal coach would have said all right we just effed it up right that happens right we give up some of the goals but we give up that that we do that every single time that is coached right there it's not even that there's a failure to adjust that is actually coached he has made us worse by asking lenning to do nothing right there and he does it all the time yeah that is clearly what our team I, tactic so is.
1: I started to go back, Dave, to try to do, I'm gonna, and I am going to do it at some point. Me too. Is I'm going to get, I'm <laughs> I gonna am get not. all the clips of these examples, and I'm going to put it into one master video from 2023. I will do it for the, the listeners as well. And we are going to hammer home the video analysis that Pineda and his team can't seem to realize. And it's shameful at this point because if I can grasp it and I actually have to agree with Dave, you know it's bad, people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and the thing about it is,
0: again, right, not to beat a dead horse, but if you were saying, all right, we have to concede that because we don't have anybody who can handle 1v1, we need to double team, Robinson needs help all the time or whatever. If if you said that, then the guy's got to be double teaming. He's got to have a help. And as you saw in the goal that we gave up Mercedes-Benz, even when Lennon was only, what, five yards away? He still didn't come to double that. Yeah. Abram didn't come from the other side to double that. So.
1: No benefit.
0: No benefit whatsoever. Yep. So I don't understand. <laughs> I don't you know. cannot play professional soccer and have guys back Doing nothing because the moment that you have a guy back doing nothing that means you are overloaded somewhere else on the field and you could see it right there there you have two guys back doing nothing right and where they got overloaded is right in the center of the park he had all day to take his time push the ball out pick his spot and yeah he hit an absolute bomb you're not going to give up that goal very often and you might say okay no problem I don't mind giving up that shot okay fine That's fine. If you want to give up that shot, I think Saba would have actually blocked it in a normal position. But even if you're going to give up that shot, I just don't, I object
1: to the fact that the guys back there are doing nothing. Yeah. I object to the fact there's just zero pressure. Like you will give up that shot sometimes, but you should never give a player that much time. even if
0: fortune got over there and pressured him you know what he was going to do just find the outside wide open guy yeah and then they would have still had a dangerous cross so fortune's busted to get it over there he can't get there and even if he did it would be useless yeah because we still gave up that open guy out wide. yeah it's like oh my god i'm gonna have an aneurysm right (laughs) i'm like somebody
1: should put a straight so can i calm you down can I calm you down with some rapid fire questions, Abe? Just like, just to get, let's sure. Let's just get away from the recap. The I want to make one that.
0: more point on this oh. game in the in the fourth goal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, do you want to do that first? Yeah. Want no, to no. Yeah. Let's go to
1: the fourth goal. Go let's. to the
0: fourth goal because I actually noticed something that had been bothering me for a while, and I think, and it, it actually has to do with going into next season. So, Is
2: this the fourth?
1: The fourth goal.
0: The fourth goal that we concede.
1: I think that was it.
0: So it's oh, a little yeah. bit.
1: Yeah, it must be right here then.
0: Yeah.
2: Let's see what happens. We're just going to play it. Ooh, yeah. Sorry about that. All right. Go ahead and talk about it.
1: All right. So I just want you
0: to watch. Let's see if we can pause it. Let it play for a second. Oh, yeah, that's too far. No. Yeah, that, but
1: it'll they'll replay it. A replay can we
0: go back no i want to go back to the original version because i want to see yeah go back a little bit further yeah stop uh, stop sorry so yeah this is exactly where i want to do it so one thing that i noticed on this play that i've finally been noticing and i was and i want to give you a hypothesis or, right. or, or something that i've been seeing tactically so one thing that i have been noticing over the even the last third maybe the last half of the season but really more the last third is that miles robinson has actually got this like weird horrible rush of blood to the head where he sometimes just charges out and gets totally beaten behind him we've been giving up a bunch of goals this way right recently and it's been terrible And one of the things I was like, what is going on? And I think when you hit play, I want you to watch what Miles Robinson does because he literally charges out to address this instead of just backing up. And one thing that I I think is going on is that – Miles Robinson is so frustrated that they always have these open guys or whatever. He's so anxious to win the ball. He's like, look, if I can win the ball there, then it doesn't matter if those guys are open. And he's trying to do too much. Right. So if what should happen here is he should have just, just, just really backed up and, and slowed everything down and yeah. whatever. And he's like, I gotta make this play now. And I think that's because so if he's looking at this, he's like, You see the two outside yeah, he, guys, he, in particular the guy on the near he, side yeah, here.
1: He can play it he can play it out left and and on the front foot of the guy. Wiley is so
0: far pinched in yeah. that that the outside and, uh, and, guy. and
1: Wiley on this side, yeah, he can clearly Play it to a guy out here who can slow down and take it out wide on the wing. But he can also play it kind of behind Robinson there. So watch what Robinson
0: does. Instead of just running back and and slowing it down, watch what he does. Yeah, he paused there. He checks to go forward, right? He takes two or three steps forward and then gets in behind. So, So play it again from the beginning. See how he comes forward there? Do you see that that, yeah. that forward there? He was coming out to address that. I think he's so anxious to get the ball, right? Yeah. That, and I've noticed this a couple times. He, you know, you're like, Robinson's so fast, nobody ever gets in behind him. And people yeah. are getting in behind him in the middle because he's occasionally just darting forward. And there he didn't go that far forward, yeah. but he takes the step. Watch the step. See that step?
1: Yep. Right? Yeah, and if he just stayed with that, stayed going back, that yeah, guy would have never, never gotten there, never gotten there. Yeah,
0: and he would have closed it down. I don't know whether it's Muyumba or yeah. somebody who was closing. Yeah, but down. Even,
1: even he created the angle too to to make the pass easier too. By the yeah, so there. this is horrible
0: defending by Robinson there, yeah. right? He really made a bad play. But I've been noticing that a lot, and I'm wondering that maybe you know. So so I. My point about it is I'm not sure Robinson can stay with Pineda. I think he's so frustrated that we're giving up goals that he is starting to do things tactically mm-hmm. that are not smart. Ah. Right? So yeah. he's trying to win the ball back too fast. And in the midfield, he's yeah. like, I can make this phenomenal play instead of actually playing yeah. solid defense.
1: That's because I don't think Pineda, Pineda clearly does not how to know how to coach defensive tactics at all. Which is crazy
0: because he was a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Wow.
2: So you answered my question. I My question was: Is Miles Robinson as good as we think he is? Because we give up so many goals. Well, if you watch that,
0: you would say no. Yeah. But I think that's only happened over the last third. Yeah. I've noticed right. it a few times. I haven't pointed it out until now, mm-hmm. and I wanted to point it out because I was like, I thought he was just making mistakes, right? I thought he was just you know misreading it, and he's just done it enough times now that I'm like. I actually think he's just over anxious to win the ball back because yeah. we give up so many goals. He's like, I can do it all. Yeah. Right. I can go win it and then I can save our problem when,
2: yeah. and prevent yeah. those guys other, from getting beaten. I bet yeah. he has to do it all. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and it's like, like it,
0: I mean, this is just a hypothesis. I don't no, know. I'm I, not in I, his head, but
1: no, I think it's right. I think he's probably trying to t- do too much. It leads to mistakes, but it also is a symptom of, the other things that are going on around him, which are create that frustration and, and kind of make him do things that he necessarily shouldn't be doing, right? So um, we're going to ATL on fire, rapid yeah. fire, Dave.
0: Yeah, that's all I want. That's my Love it. point. Love
1: it. Does uh, George Yakimakis win the golden boot next year? Does he
0: win the golden boot next year? Uh, that's a really good question. I would say it highly depends on how long Almada is here. So if Almada doesn't stay, then no, Um, he needs someone delivering the ball to him. If Almada stays the whole year, then yes. I still think he's going to score goals regardless, but he'll score way more. Almada has assisted on a whole bunch of his goals, and I don't think he's a golden boot winner unless Almada
1: is here for the season. I like that answer. It's not what I was expecting, and I like it. All right. <laughs> Who is the best Atlanta United player this year, Almada or Yakamakis?
0: It was Almada. Okay. I mean, you know, Yakimakis is amazing, and he, and he certainly fit the need. You know, we were talking, if you go way back, before we signed the summer signings, we were like, we need a proven goal scorer. We were talking about, wouldn't it be great to get, you know, a, not a up and coming. Like, I remember we said, you know, don't go get the next, 21-year-old from Argentina. Instead, go find me a guy who scored in leagues in Europe, even in a second division or a lower league or whatever, a guy who can consistently get you 20, 25 goals. And when they signed Gigi, we said, that's the guy. They found He's exactly who we we thought we needed, right? And he turned out to be exactly the guy we needed. He's terrific.
1: Yeah, okay. Good answer. All right. With Almada, if he does leave, Dave, what would you – like to see or what do you think is feasible right i mean it's a pretty tall task to find another uh young south american with the type of potential that almada has i mean i've done some research there it's not impossible i guess um but what would you like to see happen if he leaves in the the winter? I
0: think there's going to be a you know there's always this this rush to you know replace him find the next thing right yeah. and you know obviously if they've got a guy who they think is identified and they know who exactly who that is then sure but to me I, I wouldn't be that wouldn't be in the rush to force that to me you have got to solve our defense our midfield and defense in the midfield. Right? I mean, to me, this, uh, this idea that some people have that Muyamba solved everything is just ludicrous yeah. because Joseto and Muyamba are, are not good enough defensively. Right? So I think to me, we still need a guy. I love Muyamba playing defense in front of a true defender. I would still be looking for, you know, and again, I would have probably been giving Sosa that chance a lot and I would have really known whether or not he could fulfill that role. Obviously, he's gone. Right? right? He's got to be gone. I mean, certainly if Pineda stays, he's got to be gone. Right? If Pineda were to go, like if you brought me in as a coach now, I probably would say, oh, maybe I don't need to sign a guy. I would at least give Sosa a chance to, to, to prove that. Right? To say Sosa behind Muyama and see what happens. But let's just assume that he's gone. Let's assume Pineda is staying or whatever. Then I think the, the number one priority is to find somebody in the middle of the field with some tactical um what's the right word basically it, not rigidity but some some tactical um cohesion some tactical you know discipline that's the word some yeah. tactical discipline a guy who is consistently going to be in the right spot as soon
1: as the ball turns over to take away an easy option yeah
2: i like it all right good answers cats
1: so this is a double question um, I want you to grade Pineda on the typical grade school sca- scale of A, B, C, D, or F mm-hmm. for 2022 season and then 2023. A, B, C, D, or F on You know, it's funny because
0: I think on Twitter, some people have... Uh, uh, there's been a little bit of crit- critique of us on Twitter and said that all those guys are now got to the point where they're just trashing Pineda. And what I would say is that... I don't think Pineda is horrible. I mean, I think there's a tendency when, when he when he really can't fix that to to be a little over, um, a, l- a little <laughs> loose adjectives and be a little over aggressive on saying he's horrible. I think that he is really really mediocre. Um, I think tactically, particularly in the back, he's woeful, but to be honest, I think, you know, he's a decent player manager. He has clearly, they want to play for him. Um, offensively, I don't think that he's a genius or anything, but he certainly hasn't inhibited us. So, you know, I would say this season, I would have given him, a. I
1: don't know, B, B minus, somewhere right in the middle, right? Look B minus as I say it's a B. So I think C it, plus? You need to choose between a B or a C is what oh. I'm getting at. Well,
0: it depends. If you say C is average, I would say C probably because, um, or maybe B somewhere in right there, because what I would say is that I do think that ultimately our team is better than our performance, right? I think that we underachieved. So that has to be a little bit on the coach, Right. That you underachieve. I think, you know, an average coach would have had us achieving just at the level that we should be at. And a great coach would have had us probably winning MLS. I think you could win MLS with this team. Right. So I think we've been a little under that. So uh, I think last year you'd have to say the performance was terrible. Right. Um, he got, he couldn't figure out not only last year, did we give up the same number of goals and was woeful defensively, but he could not figure out any way to unlock any of the talent of Araujo or Moreno. I mean, so I, I would have said last year, offensively, you might say those. some people would say those players were terrible. I disagree. I think he just did a terrible job coaching them. So last year I would have given him probably a D okay. maybe this year, a C. I think this year, I don't know what you would call your average, but this no, year he was average, maybe okay. slightly under average.
2: So so better this year than last year, even well, with all the, the injuries? Team did, well, the
0: team was much better this year.
2: Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. And
0: yes. he
1: didn't stop that, right? I mean, And a totally healthy team
0: this year. I don't think you can say he's a horrible coach when we ended up finishing second in the league in scoring. Now, do that's I think it. that's really him? No. Right. But I don't think you, it's hard to call him a horrible coach. And we did get in the playoffs and we did get six. Now I would have said any kind of even slightly above average would have gotten us a home playoff game. We should have been top four so, and a great coach would have had us contending. So I gave him a D
1: on both seasons, <laughs> but more generous, <laughs> but it's not without validity because I asked, uh, well, I saw on, on the Twitter sphere, somebody was. Looking at his uh, overall win percentage between the two years, do you know what it is, Dave? Um, his winning three perc- hundred. Uh, it is thirty-five percent, or between thirty-five yeah. and thirty-six uh, percent.
0: Yeah, I said thirty percent. So yeah, I was a little. So
1: according to ChatGPT, Dave, that is pretty horrible <laughs> as far as a coaching that 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 would that would be definitely poor or below poor. Yeah, his numbers are. His numbers are bad, right? So at right. the end of the day, yeah. you're, numbers are all that matters. So, oh, I care about, it. I want to goddamn win, his, Dave. His overall record, it's with horrible. MLS is horrible. That's what I'm getting at. It's yeah, horrible. His overall record,
0: sorry, with Atlanta United, right. over two and a half seasons. So he had a half season, wasn't great, down the stretch with them, he had a whole season last year was horrible. It's crap. and this season we were, um, you know, pretty mediocre. Too nice,
1: too nice. Three reasons, Dave. <laughs> that Pineda should not be the coach in 2024. And I want you to be, like, thoughtful about it, not just, like, ATL on fire hot takes. Like, again, 36% winning record, not fixing problems that we can look at and film ourselves and say these are simple things that need to fix. Like, what are the things that you think unequivocally unequivocally should be the reasons he should not continue as? the coach into 2024.
0: Well, I would have said, look, you know, he's had two and a half seasons, maybe discount the first half season because, you know, he just walked into it. But one of the things that is really, really true. And the reason why I think he has to go is because defensively, he was not able to improve us one iota, the same defensive record, both years. And that means that going into a playoff game like this on the road we knew we were going to give up two goals right and to be honest with you that's shambolic with with a team that could score two or three goals in every game including in a tough a road away environment you have to be able to be in the game right and we showed even when we had everything going wrong we still scored two goals right so to me, that is nuts, right? So I think to me, the number one thing that I have is that he cannot fix the problems that, that we have defensively. He has no idea how to solve that. Okay, so that's number one. So that's number one. <laughs> I think number two, um, I would say I have always questioned some of the um, player evaluations. Probably the most egregious example was last year, Rios Novo. no. That's not the most egregious, but... <laughs> Who is more egregious than Rios? Miguel oh. Berry, but oh, not Miguel oh, Berry. But yeah. I would have said this year, the example is Miguel Berry. Two in a row. right? It's
2: close. Both but he, he close. does
0: this consistently. You know, even if you talk about, you know, I'm not sure Abram really is any better than Parata, but if he thinks he's so much better, why did it take so long for him to get on the field, right? Um, yeah, I think his player evaluation is not good. Yeah. Obviously the Sosa the opposite way. Sosa's a guy who should... There is no possible way. I don't care if you're a Sosa hater. There's a lot of them out
1: there that say he can't play.
0: But there is no possible way that that guy did not deserve a chance to show whether or not he could play on the field. There is no way with his credentials, with the way he played, with the fact that the guy who he would have played over was Fortune or Josetu, who are both shambolic. You know, yeah. Fortune, I, 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 I apologize because he's so young. I'm not saying he, he couldn't get really, really yeah. good, but he wasn't ready yet. Right. And so, honestly, it is unbelievable. That within the mix, the entire time that we had the new team the, with the with the Saba, with the Silva, ex, with the Muyumba, that Sosa never got a chance. Period. So yeah. I would say the player evaluation on the positive and negative side: the fact that Miguel Barry kept getting chances, and the fact that Sosa never got a chance. That that to me
1: is, you know, all right. So that's number two. Player evaluation. Yeah. Number two. Defensive. Fixes is number one. Do you have, do you have a third? Do so I have a third? Um adjustments? Is so he good at making the technical Yeah, decisions. I would have
0: said that, you know, probably the rigidity, right? You so, know, the no creativity, the, the no creativity. flexibility. Yeah. Right. The fact so that the substitutes are always the one guy for the same guy. Yeah, you know
1: it's gonna yeah, you you know it's gonna be. There's no like, oh that was a curveball. No. And I think overall what
0: you would say about Pineda is, so is it possible that Pineda is learning on the job and could get much better as a coach overall? Yes. I don't really think so, but maybe you could make that argument. One thing that you cannot convince me of, right? There are a very small percentage of truly elite coaches that basically are going to win a ton of the guys who will, if if they are your coach for 20 years, you know, they're going to have you in contention, you know, 17 of those years. Right. And there is no way that Pineda will ever be that guy. Now that doesn't mean you have to have that. That doesn't mean Pineda won't even ever win an MLS title. I don't think so, but he could, you get the right team or whatever, you know, you could win. Sometimes it happens, but what you have to be doing, if you're a franchise, right, the coach is so important right you've got to be looking for a coach who will
1: every single season put you in contention yeah and i I mean i say that with and we could have gotten lucky and and gotten through columbus i didn't think we would but it was possible right and had we got past columbus i think we would have maybe been able to make a run to the the cup yeah um so that's kind of how how it works if we
0: had had the home field advantage we had a decent chance of beating them but you cannot get into the top four the fact that you cannot even come close to getting into the top four with this squad yeah. is really damning. And, and, and we were lost right from that moment. We had no chance in MLS.
1: you know, Isn't it, that number one, really? We won nothing this year. We, couldn't, we limped into the playoffs yeah, with but, a healthy squad. Well, I would say that's the defensive third, tactics. Third highest squad. payroll in MLS.
0: I mean, maybe you would say number four as a corollary to that is our, our record on the road. His right. record on the road, he's won like, what, five matches in two and a half years on the That's road. Ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculously okay. bad. I mean, I know in MLS, is overall, it's not so good, right? But um, is he's
1: really bad. Yeah. So I think we agree that Pineda is sadly going to continue to be the, the coach heading into the new year. Do you agree with that? Or do you think Let's say, ways? Carmen, what do you think?
2: Do I agree that's going to happen, yeah. or do I agree you with that Pineda's should coming stay. back? Yes. He, yeah,
1: he's coming back, Yeah, right? he's definitely okay. coming back. I
2: think
0: he's coming back. And to me, um, you know, the thing about it for those people... I mean, it's funny because there were some people, there were a lot of people tweeting, and they were saying, look, you know... I know it's sad for us to go out, but I'm optimistic because, you know, we played so much better over the second half. The players are good, you know, and I don't disagree with that. Right. But
1: here's the thing. No, we, you don't agree we played that much better.
0: Well, you, you agree we, are... yeah, we played much better. Offensively, we were much better team in the second half. Once we got those guys. Yeah, we said, I mean, mean, yes, the, I, statistically, goal scoring wise, we were much better. team. Right. But,
1: so, we just weren't any better defensively. I just feel like we started, if you recall, we started the season off pretty well. Like, the first four or five games. Yeah, but, but I think... we
2: weren't really scoring still. It was usually, like, a oh, lot of saving us at the end with, like, a nice yeah, kick. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it didn't look that great. True. Yeah. True, but
1: true. So, to me... Um, just trying to play devil's advocate here for a sec. You're very yeah. good at it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, to me, the thing is that... Um, I just lost my train of thought. Hold on, what was yeah. the question again? <laughs> <Remind me. laughs> Sorry,
1: no, I I'm, I've lost my train of thought. I was looking at the next question. Why don't we move on to the next question?
0: Well, I wanted to make a point of, is that so that that Pineda, you know, in terms of of coming back, right? So you know, we were a much better team. Oh, oh, this is what I was going to say. Offensively, and the thing about it is some people are say optimistic, right? So we can just go build on that. And the answer is no, we can't. And the reason why we can't is because we are about to go through another whole turnover, right? Miles is very likely gone. Almada, they say they're going to keep him, but even if they keep him, he's likely to leave next summer. The the chances that Miles Robinson and Almada are here for the entire next
1: season, which is what you would need to build on, are like... Really low. Yeah, you're jumping to my next question. Who's gone this winter, right? So,
2: Good question. According
1: to Doug Roberson's hot list, and he wrote an article about it, it was Miles, Amada, Josetu, Westberg, Conway, Sedeck, Abram, Sosa, Etienne, Barry, Alonzo, Diop, Parata, Hernandez, and maybe Silva.
2: Is that not everybody? That's pretty much the entire damn team.
1: <laughs> so to your point, though, that's a lot of turnover to you're starting over again.
0: Yeah, we are going to be starting over again. So there's no real... I mean, you had a window, right? So you had Almada here as the best player in MLS. I know Cucho won the MVP, but but Almada has been certainly that as good, right? So you had a window where you had the best young player, the best player, period, probably in the MLS. And you finally, on top of that, put in a goal scorer, right? And you continued to have one of the best center backs in the league, right? And... That window, this is the time. This was the season you have to win it with that team. That team is not going to exist anymore, right? Gigi's going to stay, but you got to turn that over. Now we got to find a new playmaker. We got to redo the defense, right?
1: And anybody thinks we're building on what we had is nuts. There's nothing to build on. Yeah. You're building on Yakamakis and Saba. Yeah. I mean...
0: So, you know, now, I mean, obviously... Gareth Lagerway might be a genius. Maybe when we we sit here to have our preseason podcast for next year, we'll be sitting and saying, look, oh my God, he upgraded again and we have so many good players. But even wow. if that's true, even if that's true, which I have a hard time believing, but even if that's true, you're still new players and it takes a year to settle that, you know, then and so you're two right. years away from being a title contender. There, what I would say right now, right? with the one possible exception if they somehow do keep Miles and Almada the whole year, right? We are not an MLS contender next year, period. Even if they bring in amazing, really good players, they're going to take time to settle, and I don't think that we're going to contend for a title next year. So anybody who thinks that we're likely to build and push on. You
1: think if by some miracle we do keep Almada and Miles that we still can't do it?
0: No, that's it, why it's like Even with if those guys stay, then we could.
1: Oh, uh, we could, okay. we could, got right? It, right? It,
0: but it, but it. even if it, that's the only that's possible the only way, okay. And I don't I, think that's happening. I
1: actually think we're keeping Almada for the whole year. Whole year for all, all of two thousand twenty-four.
0: Okay, I mean I that hope would be so. terrific. Yeah. If that happens, then then we are an MLS contender.
1: I, I think that just reading reading Lagerwey's like just the little hints is like we're in no hurry to get rid of Almada. I don't see like a huge buzz around who's like making offers for him. I think that could maybe change in the summer window, mm-hmm. but like, should he really go to Ajax? I don't know if that's the best move for him personally. I don't like. I see him fitting somewhere else personally. I don't, I don't think that's the. I don't know if I'm his agent. Do you? want I don't completely do disagree
0: him? with you. I could see him staying.
1: Yeah. Do you Do you think like moving to Ajax is the best move for him at this point? If you're his agent, I don't know. Like I, I really don't. I'm kind of, yes. out, of out of my depth. that yeah, is. Okay. Yeah, because
0: a guy like that has got you. Got to try to get to Europe. Yeah. So he has a chance to be not just a European player, but a, a strong European player. Yeah. Now I I'm not agree. saying. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be. But you have to try. Yeah. Right. If you're gonna go on to be a you know world recognized player, it has to be in Europe. It's not gonna be in yeah. an MLS and times ticking. Yeah. So I would have said, Yeah, get to Europe. Okay. You know, I wouldn't yeah, go to Fox Europe to play yeah. for a terrible team, but uh, you know, well IX IS, is terrible this year, but yeah. but a- you know, if you go to a Champions League side in a in a lower division, in a lower league like PSV is winning yep. Dutch right now
1: or something like that, you know, the
0: Portuguese champions or whatever, then yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: I think another reason we, we kind of just don't have a chance next year either is Brad Guzon is under contract next year. <sighs> no, you're a lie. No. Yeah, he's, he's not got, on that list you just He's, got one he's not on that yeah. list. He's, not, he's like the one dude on that, that, dude, on that list. That guy's our starter okay, next year. There's no way to get around it.
0: I agree with there is job. no and way I think it. this is nuts because uh. they said you know they interviewed him and he said well i gotta get with my family and think about it whatever he's got an ego the size of you know yeah. whatever and he's gonna come he's back
1: keeper, he's coming well and <laughs> he's under contract too yeah so unless he like the only way would be like he he retires right and that what, does he forfeit the salary on his by doing that is that how that works i don't know yeah Okay. It's
0: not guaranteed, so, I don't think It's not so.
1: guaranteed. So if he were to decide to retire and say, I'm going to do the team a favor and say, go use my million-dollar salary and go get Ethan Horvath or Bath or whoever. Anybody. And Anybody. Whoever, like, all these people are talking about. Not that I'm saying we should. I think we can do, do something different and get a solid goalkeeper in. You know who they should offer
0: back to? Matt Turner. Yeah, because he's. I think he's on the right. Yeah, he's starting Facts. to. He's going to come back to MLS. I He'd like be a terrific that. sign. You still got. Six years as a top I match
1: love runner. that. Yeah, because there's, no, there's no point in sitting at Forrest us on the bench, especially yeah. when they're probably gonna go down now yeah. they will probably stay in the premiere, but
2: like yeah, I mean I'm sure if you're Matt there. the problem
0: with Matt Turner is that he was on an Arsenal contract and he would probably take a designated player spot, which they
1: wouldn't oh, be willing to forgot offer. Offer I forgot he's I forgot he's with Arsenal. Yeah, yeah we don't yeah, want He's that. got a
0: probably yeah. a huge contract. But anyway, um I think yeah. Guzon should go and be a commentator. Yeah. He's super smart. He's
2: very He really yeah. really gets
0: it. I think yeah. he would be a terrific commentator, right? And so I think he has a long career in soccer after this. I think for him he shouldn't worry about it. But every indication to me so you know I don't you know it if he insisted on coming back, of course, the club really doesn't have a choice, but I would still sign the replacement anyway. And I'd be like, all right, you're going to back up whoever, yeah. right? Like, let's say we brought in Matt Turner. You'd be like, okay, you both. Yeah. Right. And then you have yeah. Guzan as a backup.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you say, you, you know, give your in- wisdom, spend a year, you know, actually helping them. And if he gets hurt, then sure. Yeah. As a backup. Sure.
1: So that's not what's going to happen. I just went through the list for Atlanta United, and we only pretty much pay attention to Atlanta United, especially when it comes to the rosters, right? Right. But it's that's I named out, like, what, 10, 15 players that are probably going to be gone. Yeah. So my question to you, Dave, is the MLS roster turnover Hmm. um, uh, sustainable for MLS fan base? I mean, I, I can't think of any other pro sports where there's that much of the significant starting lineup, right, that... Changes that I don't know what the percentage are. It'd be interesting to look that up, but that's it seems like a lot.
0: Well, this is what you're getting at with not having the extra designated player, yeah, right? Because you can't afford to keep players. I mean, the the more egregious example that you can go is our is our MLS winning side, right? We couldn't afford to keep anybody. We had to oh, yeah. wholesale, right? <laughs> right? And that's a problem, right? You might have said like there could have been a player there who could have gone on to be yeah. a TP You know, I mean, Almeron was going off or whatever, but we lost. You Know, um, Tito Vialba, he could have stayed. That's my next question
1: <laughs> should MLS and must MLS add a fourth designated player next year?
0: Yeah, and that's the obvious one, yes. Because so, if you're going to stay as a salary cap league, which I think is still smart, I think we should be yeah. really, really conservative, even though I don't think. MLS is now here to stay. It's not going yeah. anywhere, right? This idea that, that they had in the early years where you had to have a salary cap because the league could fold, that's not happening anymore. Yeah. League's not going to fold. But that being said, I would still be a little bit conservative, yeah. and I think the way to do it is you just add another designated player, right? That allows you to get continue to get the super talent without blowing the you, whole structure. Do
1: you, add, do you add a fourth or even a fifth?
0: I would certainly add a fourth. You could even add a fifth. But I think I would go to four
1: probably next year. I wouldn't probably I, go to- I think four. I think you should do some things that change the bottom. Like what, what, what could they do? I'm going to even answer the next one, which is what rules, whether it be salary, caps, and whatever, that allow them to build the bottom part of the roster. the bottom part of the roster huh. that's holding MLS back. How do you create something that's the opposite of dp in some way and i know that's what tam and gam was for i guess no. right is to go get those you know four hundred thousand dollar a year players like how do we raise the bar that to get that tam and gam stuff up to a million dollars so you're raising the bar of those mid-level starters right we got to get the starting quality up higher how does mls do that designated player at least gets one more high quality player on the pitch but how do how do you build the rest of the roster up
0: I mean, the interesting thing is that, you know, some of the really lower franchises are still mostly operating with only filling two of their three designated player spots. A lot of them don't have all three designated players even. And I think that's been the hesitation. <clears throat> MLS really wants to maintain parity. To me, I don't understand, really understand that in terms of, I don't know if that should be a goal, right? Is it a real problem that you have, you know, the five or six, you know, um, Premier League teams who dominate? Uh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's not. Um, I mean, I'm, I think the I, other teams should have to compete and get in that. I'm going to combine club. my last three questions into one. Okay. And it's, Dave, if you had five minutes with with people I think are still going to be at the club next year. Yeah. Yeah, five minutes with Pineda, five minutes with Negra and five minutes with Lagre. What... What do you suggest to Lagerwey and Pineda, and what questions do you ask of Bocanegra? I guess in terms of his tactics of player acquisition.
0: Well, Pineda is easy. You just fix. You know, you've got to fix the tactics, and you say, look, defensively, the problem is. Whatever you got to do, you can't, you got to match up out of it. You can't allow people to get easy balls out of it or whatever. You got to fix that. And I would have said the obvious thing is to get the outside bags really to match up against those players and then fill in from there. Um, but you got to, whatever you do defensively, you've got to be matched up. You can't allow teams to get up the field that easily on you. It's just shambolic. Yeah. So that's an easy one. Um, that's the first thing I okay. would do for
1: him. Bocanegra. Do you ask, hey, Boca, are you tar- have you been targeting somebody in South America? What what's your what are your goals here?
0: Um, you know, again, if, if I were Bocanegra, you know, I would say, all right, well, what are our weaknesses? You know, last year I really thought that we needed, you know, somebody in the middle, um, a strong player, and um, we needed a a striker. We needed to replace Joseph, right? Mm-hmm. And and we got Gigi and he got Miyamba. Now, I think Muyamba is overrated by our fan base, and I'm not saying he's a terrible player or anything, but he's not the the tactical discipline fix in the middle. Yeah. He needs somebody else. So I would have said my my open up the eyes comment to Bocanegra would be Muyamba is not a defensive midfielder. He is a yeah. aggressive defending midfielder in the attacking midfield, but he's not a defensive midfielder. Yeah. <clears throat> so we still need a defensive midfielder. And and honestly, I if you get may, someone who may know that, right? Yeah, Definitely. maybe if you get someone who's fabulous, then I think some of the problems in the back could you know could help fix themselves. I mean, obviously, with fixing the tactics. Yeah. Right now, it doesn't matter. I mean, we could go and freaking get, uh, you know, who do you think is the best defender in the world? Right? Um, it doesn't matter. Yopstein. <laughs> <laughs> yep stop yeah stop no. his prime is yeah. not going to fix yeah. us yeah. in the back right i mean you know Baresi, maldini yeah. right yeah. you want to go to the best defenders all the time beckenbauer right yeah i just didn't want to say you know who, who we think is the best right now but anyway it doesn't matter when you got the tactics are so off we could have the best freaking center yeah. back in the entire universe and it's still not going to matter yeah right i mean honestly the way we play defensively You know, you could bring in probably the Man City back line and we would be shambolic, right? Which is saying a lot because they've got some amazing 1v1 defenders, you know, the Walkers and Ruben Diaz. (laughs) It's in the, you know, whatever. Um, And Locke Lagerwey,
1: what are you asking of him?
0: Well, you know, again, what was surprising to me is that... um, I, I I thought that Lagerway did this genius thing and brought in all these midseason players, right? Um, but he said that it was Bocanegra, so that's that's yeah. difficult. One thing I will say though, I think people are a little bit maybe oversold on Silva and Saba. Maybe I mean I'm not saying I wouldn't try to retain them. I think they're good players. I think against the bottom half of the MLS, they're dominant players. Against the top half of the MLS, they're good players i'm not sure they're dominant players anymore so if you end up with this you know if those guys are playing alongside Gigi and almada awesome right because now you have our two players those players take all the attention and now though you know saba and silva can dominate against the weaker of their back four right if we lose an almada i'm not sure you know people be like oh yeah but we still got saba and and we still got Silva I'm not sure on their own that they have shown me that they can step up there right Mm -hmm. I think Silva you know a real weakness is his left foot right he doesn't use it very much Mm -hmm. Um, I think Saba is really really good on the ball maybe I think could ultimately slot more into the midfield he's not pacey And that, I think, makes him not absolutely dynamic. There's a number of times he got played in behind, you know, and he just doesn't have the pace to get there. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, critiquing those players. They're terrific. Um, But I would probably tell Lagerwey that, um, you know, don't fall in love. Don't think that those guys are going to be enough on their own. Yeah.
1: Okay. Carmen, do you have any other questions for Dave? That, that was my final gauntlet of fire questions.
2: No, those are all very, very good. No, my only question was about Miles Robinson and just trying to figure out where longer because it seems like he came in this year and was kind of like, I'm going to kind of learn on the job yeah. and not really, you know, make any big moves. Just trust the people who have been there. Yeah. And I don't know necessarily what Nick, like if he's going to make any like more of an impact next year now that he's yeah. been here for a little bit, but I guess we'll see. Well,
1: why don't we bring this home? We did our initial predictions on MLS cup playoffs and let's yes. do a check-in on where we are Come there in. check us in. Nice. Let's let's do a semi-final uh, conference final yep. prediction <laughs> and, yep. and chart to where I think everybody's teams that we predicted initially for MLS cup, the final playoff game. So you all had th- your
0: winner is all
1: three of us are in it. I yep. had LAFC Winning over the crew,
2: I had the crew winning over Seattle. Yeah,
1: you had the crew winning over Houston. Yep, is what I have. Is you verifying that, Carmen?
2: That's correct.
1: How do we
0: all feel about our winners, right? So, how do you feel about LA? You still think they're the winner? I really don't know.
1: Like, I don't think I have a significant (laughs) change. I, I would say, you know. They got to go on the road well, here's, to Seattle, F- right? Here, here's yeah. what I'll say about my LAFC pick. I think I'd get it right that they make it to MLS Cup. And I think uh, it's going to be tough for them to beat the crew. crew just seemed like a, a very disciplined team. Like you said, they, you use that word discipline, and it seems like they've got that.
0: Well, their are midfield. Nagbe makes you disciplined. Yeah, they've always got a guy that, sitting in the middle, and then Morris sitting beside him. Their midfield, center midfield is
1: really and that cool. Cucho guy seems talented. He can get, he he's does. a go getter. He can get some goals. He does. I was pretty impressed with him. I didn't hadn't watched much of him at all all season until yeah, right. the playoffs, and I got to see that guy's quality uh, this in that was one thing. that was nice about the three game series, right? I yep. got to get familiar with some of the yeah. opposition players. That's at least one plus of the terrible playoff system. In my opinion yeah. is that I did get to know who Kucho He was.
0: looks legit as one of the best strikers in MLS. Yeah, I mean, there's he no, no, yeah. no doubt. Exactly.
1: Not. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. So I think um, with him and Nagby kind of who still looked like I saw some, I watched him last year. I feel like he's improved over the last, two years. I think he's like back in form or something. <laughs> I don't know. And not that he's had much, like he just seems like he's real, cool and collective. I think he's
0: been that way the whole time. Maybe. Right? I don't so watch. So he's won three MLS titles with three different teams. He's won an NCAA championship. All he does is win. Yeah, he might be <laughs> First, all I do
2: is it's win? It's funny but...
0: because, you know, people are like, well, you know, Nagui doesn't score and he doesn't really assist. And I'm like, yeah, but all he does is
1: win. Yeah. Right? So you <laughs> want way, that guy And by the team. way, if you watch the last game, he does score. Yeah. Does. Score.
0: yeah. 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 Um, so Carmen, how do you feel about your, you have Columbus winning an. odd do you feel your pick?
2: Not feel as good about my pick. Yeah. I don't know why I'm not, why not? as impressed Test. by Columbus after actually watching yeah. them play Atlanta United. Um, I I don't know. I feel like they could have done more against us. I mean, I, they did a lot, but I I wasn't as impressed. So they did
0: score eight goals, but yeah. that's
2: against Atlanta United. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I just, I, there was something mi- I don't know. There was something missing. They also lost us four two. Um. Yeah, know. but the
0: interesting thing about that four two, you know, and, and i not I don't want to take away from what we did, but they had when that game was poised on a Razor Ed, right? Razor's Edge, like they had one where they hit Guzan directly in the chest mm-hmm. from point blank range that was right in the first six minutes or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then um they had one where they're So their left back got injured. They substituted in a new left back. I can't remember his name, but he walked right into the six yard box. He dribbled by two players and never got the shot off. Uh Right. I would have said, you know, seven out of 10, eight out of 10. That's a goal. Right. And that might have changed the difference in that game. So, That's you know, true. I think ultimately we showed exa- at home exactly who we were, which is we are really capable of scoring, particularly at home. And we ultimately scored four goals. So, if you don't, if, if you play even against the Pineda side and you miss chances us, especially at the bands, we're going to make you pay. Yeah. We are really good going forward. But that game was, could easily have been 4 3 yeah. Columbus, 3 2 Columbus, yeah. you know, easily.
2: I guess. Well, what do y'all think about? Um, I'm leaning now more towards Cincinnati? What do we think about them? No? Yes?
1: It's not a bad choice.
2: Isn't that awful?
0: I mean, I think Cincinnati's coach is incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's shown over and over and over that, you know, I mean, he's had two years. I mean, I should say over and over, but he's had two years and he's done, he's basically not put a foot wrong, yeah. right? I mean, he got them from two or three consecutive years that they were the last place team in all of MLS. And he got them to the playoffs as a six. And then he got them to the supporter shield as first. And he easily got them through the first round.
1: I mean, he can coach. Yeah. So are we going to go through the remaining matchups? We will, but we're just talking about our favorites first. And can we change our
0: picks? Yes, you can. All right. Yeah. you. It's, it's a reopen, a reshuffle. So, you cannot change your winner or your finalist. That's
1: what I'm asking. Can oh, you... oh, because because <laughs> what I'm getting it. to is because if you're making other picks, then isn't that counterintuitive? To
0: well, what I was going to say is you can now. So let's say you picked a loser; you get to pick again. You don't have to stick. You know, you don't haven't lost that. You get to pick each round. Okay. Over, but I don't know if you can. But you know I have saying? to, so, I have and to you keep. can pick a new winner as you go through, right? So you can feel like you, the team that you picked is going to lose. So let's say you think Seattle is going to do it, you can pick Seattle. You can still get points for picking Seattle to win the final once they get through. But I don't think you can change your pre. So I
2: can't change page. from Columbus Crew no. to Cincinnati. Well, fine. Was there a
1: point system in this? I don't think we established.
2: I was about to say he has <laughs> yeah. like this whole saying, thing that I've never. I think made. this is all in your
1: head how this is working, but I like it. That's <laughs> should it should sort of be a bonus. Let's yeah. So every pick matters is what you're saying any other yeah. time. Okay, with you. Fair, uh,
2: fair. All right. So. And you feel, I'm assuming, we got, that still feels good about Columbus.
1: We got eight teams left in this tournament. Yes. I
0: don't know what I I didn't say that, but I, I feel very good about Columbus.
2: Okay. I think,
0: you know, honestly, when you have a team with as much firepower as Atlanta United and the fact that they waltzed over us twice at home – they don't look like, and they have a home field advantage. You know, now they got one more game at home, right? So Cincinnati's the no. one. Wait,
2: right? who? In Orlando, is that they're going to Disney? Orlando's a
0: two. Oh, oh so they got to go on the road to Orlando. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that's oh, okay. right. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh,
1: forgot that. So what are the? All right. Go through the matchups for us, Carmen. Yeah.
2: All right, so in the West, we they both play on November 26th. We have Houston against Sporting Kansas City at Houston. Yeah,
0: St. Louis really opened up the draw. Yep. So let's just pick. We'll pick one at a time. Mikey Dobbs. All right. What are, what are Houston that? or Sporting Kansas City? I'm going to go Houston.
2: All right. Garmin? I'm going Houston?
0: Yeah, obviously I obviously have Houston going to the finals like Houston. Right. I think that's a that opened up beautifully for them. It really did. Right. Sporting Kansas City is I yeah. think an easy and they're they home. Yeah. Now they would have had to go on the road to St. Louis, but they're home now. Yeah. And they the top didn't, seed.
2: didn't look so great. I mean they had to no, win in two penalty kick shootouts, I guess. I too. don't
0: think sporting Kansas City is going into yeah. Houston. That no. goes a long way
1: for a team when yeah. you get those type of wins.
2: So. Yeah. All right. And we have Seattle L A F C.
0: And that's in Seattle is the higher seed. In
2: Seattle. So I have Seattle, I know, because I have them coming out of the West. Well, just so
1: I can just diversify my bet here, I'm going to go with Seattle, right? (laughs) (laughs) Since I have LAFC going all the way, right? All right. Wouldn't have it from you. (laughs) I mean, I
2: I love it. All right.
0: And I'll take LAFC upsetting Seattle in Seattle. Okay. Um. I think that they're a way better team. I mean, Seattle has a chance because they're at home, but only because they're at home. I think that LAFC is the better team. I know Seattle, if my cousin David, who's in the Seattle Sports section, is listening, I know Seattle's had a better regular season record, but I still think LAFC is the better team. Yeah. Okay. What's next?
2: All right. Going into the East, playing both on Saturday, November 25th, we have Cincinnati and Philadelphia playing at Cincinnati.
1: Mm. I'm going to go Cincy.
2: Same.
0: Yeah, I think Philadelphia is not quite the team that they were before yeah. and I think since he gets it done, gets it done, I love their coach, right? He gets mm-hmm. it done at home.
2: Yep. Yeah. All right, and Orlando Columbus at Orlando.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to go Orlando. I knew you would.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The country. I was about to say, do you have, okay, you also, okay, all
1: right. Yeah, I got the crew in the final of my initial pick, so I'm going to, he's maximizing (laughs) his (laughs) bets. That's right.
0: So you're counting on us all to, so either we're going to run away with it, or you're going to hang in there. I'm I'm going to count. on us. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. I
2: like like the strategy, (laughs) Mikey Dobbs. All right, who do you have, Kat, so I can think a little longer. Uh, Columbus. Oh, of
0: course. You only get two seconds to think. Oh, about.
2: Yeah. so I am gonna go. I'll go Orlando. I mean, I uh, yeah. I was impressed
0: with Orlando in that first round. I love their coach. I think he can really coach. I think they're a well coached team. But the statistics say no way, because even though Columbus is on the road, I mean their their numbers have been way better than Orlando the
1: whole year. Um, mm-hmm. So what is the playoff format in this semifinal? Just one best of one.
0: One here on out.
1: Oh, that's what's so weird. You go from these
0: three game epic series to right. one. Okay, so yeah,
1: I do like that. I do like the home field. If,
0: if, if, if uh, Apple TV wanted more games, why not go three to and two to one? So this could be a home and, and home. I mean. And
1: Seattle was at home too. So I'm going with the home field stats at this point with my you contrarian picks. Are. Yeah, and that's a good bet yeah. in MLS. Yeah, yeah
0: you are. Now, one thing I would say is that, you know, the three-game format, right? You know, one of the things that... The reason for having it is this is if you're MLS, right? So MLS is shambolic that everybody gets in the playoffs, right? I mean, at nine, you get in the playoffs, right? You get to play in a game, but you're still in the playoffs, right? So then you have to say, you better give the the seeds a chance to get through. So by having a three-game series and having two games at home in a league where you always win at home, right. it should really favor the seeds. And yes, that is true. The only seed that went down was the number one St. Louis. Everybody else, the favorite one, yeah, right? Because mm. we got in the East, it's top four seeds are still alive. And in the West, it's three out of the top four. And the only one that went down is St. Louis, which is a new franchise. So the one thing you'll say is that That is clearly designed to offset this everybody gets in the playoffs garbage. (laughs) Um, So to give the home team a real, real advantage so so that the regular season means something. And it clearly did in that playoff series. The home team won basically every time.
2: Okay. I need to change one of my picks. I just realized Mikey Dobbs and I have the same, everything the same. Oh. I can't have that.
1: Oh, no, you can. Yeah, you, already no, no, you already no,
2: picked. You already picked. Nope, nope, nope. I did. Uh, no, I'm because going. Because he's
0: ahead of you, right? You should give. What's the, what's oh, the point ke- to So us? we're
2: keeping. Go- oh, we're going. Okay. Yeah. After the first round. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am losing. With
1: yeah, <laughs> we we got to go to the. Now this the true semifinals. Okay. Which you, there's conference semifinals. Now we're going to the true semifinals between the four teams. And now you can. Get, I, can, I can, make up, okay. you can make up. Okay. Make up something. Okay. Because
2: I'm currently. You're, we're losing. picking
0: the next two rounds. Oh, aren't we? I don't understand. why. Would, or, or, I just thought we would meet again and pick, but we
1: may. Okay, Maybe no, that's not. fine. We can stop here. I don't know. This is your tournament, Dave. No, I don't know. <laughs>
0: I like it. I like all right, I, all right. so what, I like going on because, you know, we're definitely going to podcast again, but it might just be before the final, so.
1: It's already confusing enough
0: for me. I say
1: we <laughs> stop. I, I was just going to say you convinced me we should keep going. We're an hour and 25 in. I think we've hit a good spot here. Carmen, unless you want to make one of the changes you were talking about. Go ahead and go. All know. right, I'm
2: going to change my Orlando to Columbus.
1: Okay. So okay, but where are the different. standings?
2: Okay, so the standings after round one. I am losing. Out of all the games so far, the winners of the series so far, I, I picked six, correct. And then comes Mikey Dobbs with seven, mm-hmm. correct. And then comes Katz with eight. Yeah. All right. So that is where we currently stand. I did have one more question, though. What do we think the international break is going to do for this? Is this going to affect anything? It is weird.
0: There's a long layoff. It's so
2: weird. that they just Any momentum that you
0: had in that first series, just throw it out the window. It's so
2: weird. Not a real question. Just wanted to bring it up. No, that's a good point. Great way to bring (laughs) it up. I agree.
1: Well... We, we have talked, anything else on our agenda? We talked about a lot. I think we we're. Did. I think we're good. I think the good news is, people. Even though Atlanta United is out of the playoffs, we are going to make an effort to continue to podcast. Yep. Maybe one or two more as the from winner, the winery, maybe from the winery, maybe. <laughs> yes. Talk talk about how these predictions panned out. Uh, how and who may have uh, won the cup, and talk about any of the news, obviously that transpires. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of news dropping about those players we mentioned who's actually leaving the roster the silly season the silly season has <laughs> begun so for those of you who don't know the silly season refers to all of the transfers yeah, during the transfer window win, yeah, yeah but it's mainly during the primary transfer window in Europe which is during the summer but the silly season <laughs> for the MLS happens to be during the winter so welcome to the MLS people <laughs> yeah all right everybody thanks for wait, listening wait, wait, wait. oh 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 Just like back in Atlanta. Just like back in Atlanta. Thanks for bringing the wine, Dave. Carmen, for coming over late. Have a good night, everybody.
0: Good night. Bye.